Hey fellas, in this entry to Zoomer's Diary, I record sick because we stay on the grind, talk about my procrastination, but it's not procrastination, and tell the story about how in high school you either come correct or get corrected. Fellas, let me tell you something. Do you ever have hindsight 2020 so bad that you feel immense guilt for your actions even though they, the actions that you took did not deserve immense guilt? And now, when I say hindsight 2020, um, I hope most of you understand what I mean. Hindsight 2020 is the thing where you see back on your actions better than you saw them while you were actioning. Oh boy, wait, no, that is not how to say it. So you look back on your actions and can understand them better than you did when and we're thinking are thinking about them more than you did when you were actually doing those actions of the present. So like, it's like you look back on something that you did and you're like, oh, I shouldn't have done this. I could have done this instead. I could have said this. I could have not said this. Right? Yada yada yada. Well, sometimes you feel immense guilt for what you've done, even though it doesn't deserve <laughs> that guilt. Um, I'd like to make a few edits to the last entry. Um, first of all, the crying student. Uh, the, the unspecific crying student, just in case they find this podcast uh, and thinks that I'm talking smack about them, uh, that was not my intention to talk smack about you, um, so uh, please don't kill me. Um, but anyways, this crying student is doing better. Um, they are, I hope, getting their work done. I texted them today to remind them that to do their homework because, you know, I'm a G like that. Anyways, um, also, here at Zoomer's Diary, we're all about inclusivity. And, or at least I try my best to be inclusive. Uh, <laughs> pardon me. I'll talk about that, what that was in a little bit. Um, I will do my best to use more gender neutral language. So when I uh, make you imagine a scenario in your head, um, it is not relegated to just she's and uh, hers. Because, of course, all this, all the scenarios I made in my head, or in, my, in your head, were totally unspecific and were supposed to be for everyone to experience because here at Zoomer's Diary, we want you to believe. So, like, what did I say last time? Um, I said, imagine a girl with luscious, what did I say? Luscious what? Luscious brown locks. It will instead be a person with luscious hair because now you can imagine whoever you want it to be because we want you to dream. Anyways, what else? Oh, yes. Uh... I would like to formally apologize. <laughs> I would like to formally apologize for how wet my mouth was. Every time I talk, I generate more and more saliva. And so then eventually I have to swallow to keep talking. And uh, unfortunate for you guys, you heard it every single time. So that is my bad. Um, I believe I've edited all I want to edit. There's my hindsight 2020 bit. Uh, I've made my edits there. But from now on, gender neutral language. Hopefully, it won't sound like I'm talking smack about anyone. And uh, what else was it? I forgot. Anyways, uh, as is the nature of this podcast, I realize calling it a Zoomer's Diary um, makes it so you kind of have to take it day by day and, and not pretend that you're recording it at a different day. Um, because the purpose of this podcast is for you to kind of experience or hear about the experiences of pretty much an average, you know, Zoomer uh, or teenage teenager in, in today's age. Um, so I was planning on recording this episode on Wednesday when I had a poster board due Thursday. <sighs> well, I did and I didn't like it. So I deleted it and now it is Friday <laughs> and now, uh, we record it and the poster board was due yesterday. So, um, uh, yeah, 
because here we're all about authenticity. It's fine. I'll still tell my experience about the poster board. Uh, it'll just not be the day before. Um, also, if you're wondering why my throat or why I sound a little raspy or I've been <laughs> coughing a little bit, uh, I did come down with a bit of a cold. Um, and so there is some drip and there is some cough to get the phlegm out. Um, will I be coughing into the mic? No. Or at least I'll try not to. Um, why am I talking, making myself talk for 30 minutes, even though I have a cold that is making my throat hurt? Um, because here at Azumar's Diary, we're all about... <laughs> you hear that? That was authenticity. Um, we're all about that, yeah. And uh, also, the grind don't stop. Anyways, my poster board that was due yesterday. Let me tell you about that. I'm sure everyone has had this experience where... And if, if you don't... Listen, there are two types of people. There are the people who always, who at least had like a project that required some arts and crafts stuff that they needed to go out and buy and they need to complete it like the next day. And there are people, I just confused myself. What did I just say? Okay, let me restart. There are people who will tell you about times that they needed arts and crafts supplies for a project that was due the next day. And there are people who are liars. If you tell me, if you come up to me and tell me that you didn't ask your mom for a poster board at 7.30 for a project that was due the next day, you are a liar <laughs> or at least didn't experience specifically that. Because I needed a post, I got a poster board after school at the Walgreens. So, you know, stuff was rough. And then uh, my stepdad would pick me up from school. He asked me, so uh, when's this project due? And I went, tomorrow. <laughs> he goes, uh-huh but everything's good uh yeah i was due the very next day um because I, I feel like everyone has a point where okay it's not procrastination okay maybe it is but let me tell you the poster board was due on thursday i didn't start it until wednesday when did she tell us about this poster board <sighs> um like last wednesday uh but here's the thing here's the thing though here's the thing uh i think i peaked my mic my bad here's the thing if, and I'm sure some people can also relate to this, and if they don't, and I'm just the only one, then I guess sucks to be me. If people don't have like a tangible or like a like a physical like reminder that they have to do something, then they're not gonna do it. like okay. For example, uh, in my history class, we uh, go we go usually typically week by week, um, or at least my last history class did. We went week by week on a different chapter, right? Progressing through the textbook. And we had a physical textbook and every class period, he was like, we would work on the chapter and read stuff in the chapter. And he'd be like, okay, we'll read this, read this when you get home or read the next chapter, yada, yada, yada. And you read the chapter because you were working with the book, the physical book at school. And so I just swallowed again, my, my apologies. Um, and so you had like a motivate, you felt motivated and you felt like it was needed for you to read the book because it was a physical reminder and every day was revolved around the book. Now in my, now in this history class, we don't have physical textbooks. And so, and the only reminder we get to read the chapter is, oh, by the way, read chapter 15 at home. And that's it. It's just some side remark. And then you're on your own from there because everything we work with is based, not stuff based not on the chapter. It's like its own Google Docs or whatever. You know the you know the drill. Google, uh, Google Slides, Google literally anything, because Google is the most accessible. <laughs> Authenticity, um, and so with this poster board, there was not really. We never had class time to work on it. It might. Oh man, it sounds like I'm just making excuses, huh? 
trust me guys just just believe believe in me uh we never had class time to work on it and the only reminder what we got was by the way this poster boards due this day and then that was it it was just some side remark and then she'd go into her monologue her monologue wow her lecture about what we were doing for the day and so the day of comes and i need a poster board because it's due tomorrow but hey i did it did i do well on it i'm not sure if she's graded it yet um but uh of course since i didn't have arts and crafts stuff at home i kind of just wrote everything in pencil <laughs> so i'm not sure if i'll do too well in the art grade see also here's the thing there's a rubric uh about this poster i didn't read it so <laughs> uh i didn't read it until after so here's what we're gonna do we're gonna go to the keyboard and we are gonna look at the rubric for this poster uh where is my google classroom you know what? That's too much work. Uh, we're gonna go to the keyboard. We're gonna switch Google accounts actually, and go to my school meet school account because I actually want to see this uh, this rubric. Um, I, I I don't really look at rubrics. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. I don't really look at rubrics uh, until after I turn in the project, so then I can see what I missed and be like, well, shit. Um, let's see. Here it is. Right, motif poster. That's right. Uh. Overall presentation. This is for an A or a five or whatever you guys <laughs> do your greeting. Visual is neat and easy to read. Components of project are very creative and interesting to look at. <sighs> Shit. It is quite obvious that a substantial amount of planning and effort went into the project. Project has been proofread and no errors exist. Well, I see a problem. <laughs> okay, here's the thing though. It's not that I'm not artistic, artist, artist, art, artistic. It's it's just that like I don't have arts and crafts stuff at home, cause I used to be super. All right, I'm gonna tell y'all a story about how my artistic drive kind of got flushed down the drain as high school went on. And I don't know if other people can relate to this, but here's the type of person I am when it comes to like putting effort into something. <laughs> That's great. The costs are giving me time to think. Um, if I, right, if, I, if I'm giving a project to do and I have the tools necessary to make my ideas a reality, then I'll put that effort into the project and I'll make it creative and I'll make it cool. I recently, I saw in the garage, I had some project I made in sixth grade about ancient Greece and it was like this trifold piece of paper with Sharpie titles and this whole drawing, this map of the Mediterranean. It was about ancient Greece and each flap had a different like uh, piece of wall of text about ancient Greece and the legends there and the rulers and yada, yada, yada. Uh, whatever rubric I had, I got a three out of three. I don't know what it, it was stapled to the paper. So I know your boy yeah, aced it. <laughs> but that's because I had the tools at my disposal necessary to make the idea a reality. And going into high school, the second I cannot make my ideas a reality because I lack the tools needed to, then I lose the motivation to actually put that much effort in. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that not saying that I'm not artistic, but it is now a lot harder for me to find myself for me to find myself like putting that much effort into a project that requires um artistic expression artistic expression what am i talking about that requires uh, effort art wise and to make it pretty and to make it cool and make it have colors and stuff um it's a lot harder now because now that the things are at home and i don't have the stuff at home i don't do it it's like let me see i have another example it's like if you set a routine to like exercise daily 
and you do it in the morning, right? Every single day for months straight, you're doing great. And then you go on vac, and then you go on vacation or let's not, not go on vacation. You just wake up a little too late and you just don't do it one day for whatever reason, you don't do it one day because you had a routine that you built in and you missed one day then you start to lose out on the motivation to continue that routine and to get back on it because there could be a period of time where there are things outside of your control stopping you from doing the routine and because of that you end up not doing it and I guess that's how it was with art is that I had a routine I was routinely putting effort art art wise into things and then the second things outside of my control made it so I couldn't really do that I just kind of lost out on it. Am I saying that I'm not artistic? Um, I can't say. It's subjective. (laughs) If I actually tried and had the tools to, I'm sure I'm saying all this, and then the second I'm actually provided the materials, it's going to be garbage. (laughs) Oh boy, you can can hear my mother coughing too. Um, It's like, dude, it's like 13th century. Let's see, let's go to the keyboard. When was, when, let's go to the keyboard for this. Uh, We're going to pick specifically England. When was England racked by plagues i know this is around 920 okay england was founded 927 ad so was this the 14th 15th century when was england racked by plague guys this is all the this is all the lead up to a joke so please have faith racked by plagues oh england because i know everything related to plagues has people with british accent um okay i can make the joke now it's like 14th century England in here, bro. It's bad. Like I first, my parents kind of caught something and then I was safe. I was okay. And then I woke up (laughs) and I had drip down. I mean, I always have drip, but I had nasal drip and then I started coughing. So now every time I cough, I curse my mother. I'm like, you did this to me. Um, anyways, what was I talking about? Oh yeah. Um, Effort? Motivation? I'm not sure. I actually forgot. Let me look at my piece of paper here because now I have a piece of paper to keep myself on track because sometimes when you talk for 30 minutes straight, you don't get the best quality because all the ideas that you had previous to recording get thrown out the window because all you're doing is just talking for 30 minutes straight. Oh yeah. So that was my little detour uh, at the beginning about my poster board. I turned it in. I'm not sure what the grade is though. I'll, I'll tell, I'll tell y'all when I get it. Um, <laughs> uh let's see i'm here to tell you guys a high school story um and it is all about style now i'm sure all of you understand the game that is played at high school related to style you either come correct or get corrected you either show up with style and you show up with drip and you don't look like you stick out and you fit in with the crowd or you show up lacking with the style you show up looking like a middle schooler you show up looking like you're going to sunday service am i saying that's bad no in my high school it is bad you will if you come incorrect you will be corrected you will be like a like a red hot metal you will be beat until you are forged anew and that's really all high school is it is literally just a blacksmith shop where people beat you until like you are you become a new person uh is that a good thing absolutely not i'm pretty sure this is like the plot of heathers or something there's like a line in there um about the the heathers the musical there's a line in there about have you if you say the wrong thing or if you dress the wrong way you will just get absolutely destroyed and that is (laughs) that that is true that is really true and then there of course is the whole argument of well you just don't care about what people think and don't care about what people have to say well you kind of have to because 
people will treat you different. Some people will treat you differently depending on if you are, if you came correct or incorrect. And so at, at, at heart, you still kind of have to people please a little bit in order to kind of, in order for your life to go smoothly, at least in high school. Um, which, I mean, I'm not sure if all high schools are like this, but my experience at my, you know, my only high school, it has been like this. Uh, <laughs> so is it a bit rough and tumble? Is it a bit scary? Yeah. There is a certain point where people have to grow up and uh, style-wise and start dressing the way teenagers were. Like, if you look up Pinterest, if you go to Pinterest and you look up, like, teenager style, you have to start dressing like that. There is a clear differentiation. Is that a word? Differentiation? We're going to go to the keyboard real quick. Differ. I'm pretty sure this is a word. You know what? I'm just going to be confident in myself for once. It is a word. Um, there's a clear difference. Oh, that's the word difference. I just added like three more syllables. <laughs> there is a clear difference between like elementary school drip and by drip, I mean style uh, and high school drip and everyone or at least most people I know have gone through a phase where they went from one to the other. And before I tell my story about how I came incorrect to high school and got absolutely torn apart, um, I'm going to tell you how I got through that phase. So I was, <clears throat> there we go. I got the phlegm out. Uh Oh, now it's not. <clears throat> uh Oh, it's stuck in my throat now. Give me a second. I'm not pausing because this is authentic. Okay. You know what? I'm going to pause. Give me a second, fellas. Oh my God. I'm dying. <laughs> okay. Um, I have stopped dying slightly less, but I can't make any more promises that it's going to happen again. Uh, was this a good idea to record when I'm like this? Um, probably not, but the grind never stops. <laughs> oh boy. Um, anyways, what was I saying? Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, uh I'm going to tell you, so that, tr that transformation, that kind of grace period where you have to transition from middle school or like your parents dressing you to... Uh, high school drip, uh, high school style. Um, most people have to go through. Um, some people can rock the the polo and the, and the pants and the and the button ups. You know, uh, I used to rock that all the time until I started getting relentlessly <laughs> bullied for it. And then that's that was my forge. That was my forging moment. Um, I actually do have a specific moment where I kind of looked at myself and realized that I should probably kind of start ch uh, changing or start switching up the style and start dressing myself. It was, um, it was a piano recital at a church, obviously, because piano recitals are always at churches. And I showed up, my mom dressed me up. I was a handsome young man. All right. Like the epitome of handsome young man. I had a comb over. My hair was gelled back. I had a button up dress pants, dress shoes. I was show, I showed up dressy, right? And show, <laughs> and show, and so I show up to this piano recital, it's my first one ever, it's like my first year playing piano, I go up there, do my songs, it's like, they're not, they're not, they weren't that complicated, I think I played like Silent Night in some jazz song, uh, I missed like a measure, but I recovered in the end though, nobody even noticed, I just kind of took a measure and it just disappeared, but um, anyways, I do up there, I go up there, do my stuff, not that complicated though, and applause, right, I sit down, the next performer, because it was like uh, the music store I take my lessons at, um, they have these recitals where it's like multiple performance come up. Um, the next performer was this girl in a tank top, jeans, 
I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, jeans, boots, and a beanie. And am I saying that she didn't kill it? No. Uh, and then she got up there with a the guitar and started singing. <laughs> started singing. And she had a voice of an angel. And did really well. Yada, yada. Everyone claps. And I, I look at her, how she's dressed. I'm like, huh. That's kind of cool. Then the next person comes up. It's this one dude, teenager. Uh, goes up, plays the absolutely most complicated song like ever. Because, of course, why not? He's dressed in, like, uh, an overshirt, a shirt. <coughs> an overshirt, a shirt, and just jeans, and, like, shoes, like, just tennis, uh, not tennis shoes, um, like, sneakers, and they all looked good, like, they didn't look, and I was looking at myself, and looking at, the, like, the other people dressed there, like, and how casual they were, casually they were dressed, and I looked at myself, and I, I have a picture of this, I have a picture, I went to my minivan, depressed, because, I mean, one, they all played better than me, because I was, you know, like, 12 or 13 and they were all teenage well well into their teen years playing their instruments um so that was kind of stupid but also because i realized i looked stupid and am i saying that dress dress clothes going up to dress the events is bad no of course not you should show up formal to a formal event but it was more my general style because i always dressed like that right i always had that air of, of of like formality to how i was dressed it wasn't very casual um so I took a picture of myself from the worst angle possible. Like I had my phone in my lap and I just took a picture of myself like facing up in my my disappointed, angry face. And I realized in that moment, man, coming into my teen years, I'm going to look stupid if I don't change. And that moment set me on my rebellious teenager phase where I tried my best to not be a mama's boy and tried my best to dress myself and tried my best to be uh, hot rather than handsome, because I realized in my head, I was like, man, coming into high school, people respect hot more than they respect handsome, and is this a universal concept? No, because it's, it's, it's different, it differs from place to place, but in my high school, that's how, that's how it is, right, you will get, you will get, you will get to more places, you will get to, get into more groups, if you are hot, rather than a handsome young man, if you were a handsome young man, oh boy, your life was not gonna be fun, um, and at least in my case, they at least told it to my face, rather than tell me behind my back, um, but yeah, and then that's when my style started to change, and then that's when I started scrolling, I started scrolling, you know, like Sheen, and, uh, H&M, and whatever, and told my mom to, to get me these clothes so I could start dressing a bit more casually, dressing a bit more drippy with teen, like with teenager style. And yeah, no, that piano recital literally changed my life because I had this big revelation where I realized that I look stupid being a handsome young man um, and needed to change things. Am I saying that being a handsome young man is stupid? Absolutely not. But this was just my experience. Um, and none, this is not indicative. This is not indicative of my views on how other people dress or how other people look being handsome young man, of course. Um, but in my head, I realized I'm not going to get anywhere. I'm going to be, I'm going to have a horrible experience because people are going to treat me like garbage because I'm going to look like this, you know, I'm going to look, I'm going to have the gelled comb over. I'm going to have the button ups and the dressy shoes going to school. And it's going to be a horrible experience. Um, and, you know, along with clothes, too, hair was also a big thing. Uh, I grew out the hair. I made it fluffy, and I made it, and I, I the style was to be messy, and, you know, I think I, I parted it, and <sighs> were there some uh, unforeseen side effects to that? Yes. Am I insanely 
self-conscious about my hair now? Yes. Am I always angry and frustrated because I can't get it to look the way I want it to because it doesn't work that way? Yes. My hair is very heavy and it is very, I can't tell if it's, it's heavy, but it's like thin, you know what I mean? Um, so without the right product, it's just going to look stupid. It's not going to look the way I want it to. And because of that, it's really frustrating, but that all stems from me thinking I had to change for high school. Um, but I mean, things have been going pretty smoothly um, until this one day. And this is, the, this is the high school story I've been wanting to tell you about. <laughs> I apologize for the long lead up. Um, it was, I think this was at, this, at the time of recording this, which is, you know, today. Um, uh, this was about a week, week and a half ago. It was a Monday. It was not a good way to start the week. I wake up, I'm ready to go to school. I'm like, all right, what's the outfit gonna be today? I look through my clothes and uh, here's the thing. When I look through outfits, my thought process in picking outfits is heavily skewed because I live with my mom for the first, for the majority of my life, right? My, my mom and my grandma. And because of that, they were very like, oh, you wore this yesterday. You can't wear this again. Or you wore this outfit last week. <laughs> you can't wear it again. And so that's why I kind of shy away from things I've already worn, even though at the end of the day, I don't really care. Like one time uh, I was about to wear cargo pants, like black cargo pants to school for two days in a row, but it was going to be a completely different outfit because cargo pants are very versatile. Um, but then I come out with the cargo pants on and my mom just like absolutely tore into me. She's like, you're wearing this again. People are going to point it out and think that you have no clothes, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, I showed up to school with the cargo pants on. It was fine. But anyways, that's the way, that's how uh, my thought process is affected when it picks clothes. And <laughs> I'm looking through my closet. I'm like, oh, I wore this, wore this, wore this. And I think to myself, man, I haven't worn a polo in a while. And yeah, are, do polos fall under the handsome young man category? Yeah, kinda. But if you can wear them well, like fitted polos on a muscular frame, they look good, right? They look, you get that hot sensation with the right hair and with the right everything. You look good. People can rock polos. Now, am I saying your boy has a muscular frame? I mean, I don't know. You can take what you want from that. But, uh, <laughs> oh God. Uh, by the way, if I sound cocky at any point, uh, just know it is a complete joke. Um, I'm looking in my closet and I find at the end, my color, my closet is also color coordinated because at some point my grandma, because even though I told her not to, she did my laundry and then color coded everything when she hung out my clothes. Um, and I guess now every time I do my laundry and hang out my clothes, it's now color coordinated <coughs> or color coded, whatever. And I, at the end of my closet where the blacks are is a pink, like a reddish pink, salmon pink polo. I just said three different colors at the same time, but don't worry about it. A... Reddish pink, I just said it again, uh, salmon pink polo, and it looked like it fit me, like it fit well around the arms, it was snug around the chest, and it didn't stop at my belly button, like if I were to raise my arms up, it actually didn't show my belly button, and so I see it, and I'm like, man, a, a, a well-fitted polo, finally, what could go wrong? everything everything went wrong um now did the rest of my outfit help with this polo uh no i wore khaki pants and like these uh they're basketball shoes but they're like have pink on the end because i'm like okay well it matches whatever i haven't worn these in a while whatever 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 (sighs) so i show up to school i show up to my high school in a reddish pink polo i keep changing the color every five seconds it's gonna do that khaki pants 
in pinkish running shoes or basketball shoes. I'm sure you can see where this is going. First period goes by well. I'm rocking the polo. I think my hair looks well. I think the polo's fitted. I think I look good, right? Everything's I'm 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 feeling I'm feeling steamy, you know what I mean? I'm feeling romantical. I'm, that's a joke. Um second period goes by, whatever. And after second period, we have a period called like summit and summit is basically like study hall it's a period where you go to a teacher's class uh with a bunch of other students it's it's a class basically and the point is so you can have time during the school day to get your homework done there is no curriculum in this class it is just basically free time but the point is for you to get your homework done now does everyone do homework in in their summit uh no in my summit it is absolute chaos mostly every single day and it is hilarious um and even if I wanted to do homework, I will keep getting distracted and I wouldn't be able to concentrate because people kept talking. Um, and the best part about it is that once you were assigned to a summit freshman year, you have those same people for the next four years of high school. So um, I like my summit. It's just hard to do work in because <laughs> it's like the wrestlers are there. The football players are there. They generally like the, the chill, there's chill people in the summit and there's funny people in the summit. It's a fun experience. But um they are full, they are sport guys, sports guys, and um, sports guys don't really beat around the bush, and they will call you out if you look stupid. And let me tell you, apparently, I look stupid. It's not even that I look stupid. It's more I looked like. Let me tell you, I walked in the summit, and everybody looks at me, and there's like this silence in the air, and I'm like, oh no, what did I do? It was like. I jumped into the water with a paper cut surrounded by hungry sharks. They eviscerated me, dude. It was a pack of hungry hyenas, right? Ready to ready to take the kill. I got torn apart, bludgeoned. I could have died with the amount of insult. I walk in and I got hurled. I'm like, did you from things to did your mom dress you to are you going to Sunday service to did your mom pick out that polo to do you work at Target and finally why do you look like Jake from State Farm now up until this point I never connected it in my head that a reddish ish polo and khaki pants look like Jake from State Farm but um, it definitely did, and I walked in and got absolutely eviscerated. It was horrible. It was so bad. Every five seconds, it was like, "Why's Jake from State Farm talking?" I'm like, "We ain't talking to you, Sunday service." I'm like, "Oh Jesus, it's so it was so bad." Um, and then apparently, next period, uh, I have this I have this person, uh, this friend of mine, who's my first period, and uh, they told me they were like, "Yeah, I was talking to this other friend, and we were gonna tell you that you look like Jake from State Farm, but we we decided not to." I'm like, "Oh, so since the beginning of the day, people have been pointing this out, and at this point, I realized, all right, well, I'm gonna have to roll with it." So, <laughs> excuse me, for the rest of the day, I would walk, and here's the thing: I wanted to make sure people knew that I knew that I looked stupid. So as they, so they didn't like talk shit behind my back. So I decided to roll with the punches and you know what? I got a lot of laughs out of it. I would roll up into a classroom and be like, like a good neighbor, just so they knew that I knew what I looked like. And here's the thing. Yeah, it was funny. I would, I would show up, be like, like a good neighbor, whatever. And say like, Hey, I know I look like Jake from state farm, or I know I look like I work at target, but, um, it's been a rough day and they'll be like, Oh yeah, you do look like Jake from state farm, whatever you do look like you're going to do my insurance. Um, 
and then somebody else would walk into the like I'd, I'd get that done with the person that I'm talking to and I'd let them know and make a joke out of it so they know that I know and then somebody else would walk into the room and be like why do you look like Jake from State Farm and then I tell them, I'm like, oh yeah, I know. And somebody else walks into the room. Why do you look like you work at Target? But it was, it was literally like a sitcom. It was so comedic. The way people would walk into a room, see me for the first time, and then say the thing that I just said like previously, like yeah, I know, like I work at, I look like I work at Target. They're like, why do you work at, why do you look like you're working at Target? Oh my gosh, it was so bad. Um, because <clears throat> listen, man, I told a classmate, sixth period, I was like. See, see, with polos, you either swing, you either, <laughs> you either hit hard. It's a sw- polos are a swing and a miss. You either swing hard or you miss wide. And I missed way wide. I hit the gutters with that ball, man. It is gone. It is out the stadium, but it is a foul ball. It was bad, dude. I swung wide. And so, moral of the story: Am I ever gonna wear polos again? Probably not. Um, but hey. At least when my classmates told me to raise my arms up, it didn't show my belly button (laughs) because that would have been bad. But yeah, I'm never wearing polos again. It's like, it's like natural selection. It's like you're put, it's like an organism is put into an environment and then they, uh, what was it? What am I saying? Oh yeah. An organism is put into the environment. And then if they're not suited to the environment, they die. But then the ones that are survive and they make offspring and they have offspring, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then they, and then the natural selection, yada, yada. High school is natural selection. If you show up not suited to the environment of high school, if you show up wearing a polo and khaki pants, you will die. You will be no more, right? Um, so yeah, polos probably never again. At least polos with khaki pants. It was the khaki pants. I'm going to be honest, guys. It was the khaki pants made the outfit. But the worst part is... It was the week before Halloween, because, you know, Halloween was on a Monday, because, yeah, for some reason, it was the week before Halloween, so I could have been like, oh, yeah, I dressed up as Jake from State Farm uh, in honor of Halloween, but no, I did not think of that beforehand, because I never knew I looked like Jake from State Farm, until people so graciously pointed it out for me, but, yeah, I came incorrect and got corrected. But that was my high school story for this episode. I will have plenty more to share in the future um, from things I haven't told yet, as well as new experiences to come. Because high school is a wonderful place, a wonderful breeding ground for experiences to share and stories to tell. Because you never know what's going to happen. Because that's high school, baby. Anyways... Uh, I am your lovely, gracious host, Ed Batiste, or at least I hope I'm lovely and gracious for y'all. I've made my entry into Mazumer's Diary. From now on, with the first three episodes uploaded, we will be switching to a weekly podcast schedule, uh, every, new episodes every Saturday. We will be getting guests on this show as well, from people from my friend group, to seniors, to alumni that have recently graduated, to adults who will share their thoughts on the Zoomer and also uh, how we can pay out, pay out a future for our Ourselves. Anyways, thank you all so much for listening, and uh, I got some missing work to catch up on. Good night. <laughs> I just realized I voice cracked like five times in the outro. You gotta be kidding me. Oh, puberty, when will you be done with me?